What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 10. I'm your host, Jason Manorinter. And I'm your co-host, David Liu. Yeah, Dave actually just got back from vacation. And uh, it's the first time I, I've seen him in about a week and a half or so, hey? Yeah. How was how, Where'd you go, Dave? I was just north of Vancouver um, doing some sailing uh, up and down the coast of Vancouver Island. Yeah, for five days i saw that and you had like some guy floating you around all the the whole ocean or something yeah we had like a a captain that was chartering the boat that um he kind of took us around and and took us to the spots that he went to as a kid mm-hmm. so like he essentially he charters these uh sailing cruises that like they were places that he went as a child with his father and he's like 70 Oh god, <laughs> it's crazy! Yeah. Like he was—he's been doing it for the last sixteen years. Just doing um, t- the trips for, for people. Yeah, like he—he he just wants to like he's—he did it just to start to let people get an idea of what sailing was like, and then he also teaches like sailing courses. So that was all sailing with no engine or anything. Um, there's an engine, but uh, it's like half and half. Like you can sail, and then and then um, in the areas where there's not much wind, you can uh, turn on the the motor. Cool, man. Well, welcome back. It looked fun. And we're back at it. This is episode number 10. Episode 10. And today, I think every 10 episodes, we're going to do something a little different. Every 10th episode, we're going to actually just pick a subject to talk about and talk about it. And this one, we thought this would be a great podcast about happiness Mm -hmm. and talk about happiness. Our intention of this podcast is just to move or inspire someone just have a discussion about happiness i feel like we go through phases of happiness and not happiness i guess even i go through my phases people always say like oh you're always so happy but i would say that's not true obviously Mm -hmm. Um, people just see what they see right we do go through phases everyone goes through phases and from like the last five years or 10 years of learning. I've read a lot of books. We've done a lot of self-development courses. I'm finally learning it's easier to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the more development and learning that you learn yeah. about yourself, essentially. Yeah, it's all more, about yourself, right? Yeah, the more that you understand yourself and like how you act or react is a choice. Mm-hmm. So I don't think a lot of people think that their life is in their hands. Like it's their choice to be either happy or unhappy. Yeah. That's something like the first thing we actually want to talk about is being responsible. Right. Um, But before we get into that, like let's define happiness. So I, I looked up happiness and there wasn't really like a good definition, but I feel like there's just other words that describe happiness. Mm -hmm. Grateful you know appreciation blessed thankful uh pleased cheerful content um this one i I think is really big one is being peaceful peaceful with yourself positive positive is one yeah there's ways to be happy and i think that all falls in the same category of happiness Mm -hmm. ask yourself this question the list you listening is are you happy and if you're not happy why not what's there for you that isn't making you happy 
mm-hmm. you know, and uh, start to inquire and ask yourself as we go on, just relate it to yourself and um, just have that in the back of the mind is like, are you happy? And if you're not happy, why not? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get this going. First thing is, I think the very first thing is taking responsibility. So you could be responsible for your life or be a victim of your life. Mm-hmm. And I, this exercise, I did an exercise in one of the courses, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And this is when I realized to be happy, you got to be responsible for your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and what that means is for me is like, we did an exercise and I pretty much blamed everyone and they like, get you to blame everything, <laughs> right? Like, except yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, at that time I was blaming everything. I think it was like a deal that didn't go through or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, this happened, blah, blah, blah. This happened. I didn't even realize I was being a victim, like playing victim role. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, then they revert it and they're like, okay, now take responsibility for it and what that means is to me is like you are the sum of all your thoughts and everything you create Mm -hmm. and you are responsible for essentially your um emotions and how you react react to that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean when i discovered that like just being responsibility being responsible for my life and who i want to be and how i want to react and that everything around me is is all on me mm-hmm. that's when i got that power of like okay only i could choose to be happy mm-hmm. right yeah i think it's like the difference between being like a passenger in your life and also or being the driver in your life like you 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 have the choice to to kind of like dictate things that are going on in your life and if you let other people dictate that for you then that's where you feel like oh i don't have any control over my life or like you want to blame other people for these things but at the end of the day like there's always two sides to a coin right and and it's it's either you or or them and if you choose to take that control and power uh, over your life then then it's no one else's responsibility but yourself yeah and that's one thing that you said is choosing your life right and how you want it to be you can choose to be sad about something. Mm-hmm. And if, if you realize that you're choosing that and you actually are the one in control of choosing to be, you know, sad or victimized, then you also have the power to choose the other side, mm-hmm. which is empowerment and like the choice that to not be the victim, but also be the responsible of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it's it's always easier just to blame someone else than take responsibility. Oh, it's so much easier to blame <laughs> every everyone else and but yourself. Mm-hmm. True power, I think, is like when you actually look at yourself and who you are being. Mm-hmm. And once you are able to be aware of that, once you step outside of yourself, mm-hmm. then you get that power to choose to be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the first step is, uh, or one of the, one of the steps to, to become happier is knowing that you have control of 
pretty much everything in your life, mm-hmm. right? You choose what you choose. Yeah. You choose what you choose and you choose how you want to react to it mm-hmm. and, and, and how you react to it and the choices that you make obviously cause an impact. Learning from those decisions and being responsible for that is actually, and like reflecting on yourself is actually what's going to help you grow mm-hmm. versus like, oh, it's that person's fault or that person's whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So being responsibility and taking responsible for your life. And that was a huge thing when I when I realized when I was in school and I resented my parents so much because I was not happy. Mm-hmm. And then when I, in my thought process I was like blaming them. And then I realized, well, I'm being a victim and I and I chose to go to school, but I'm resenting them because I'm not happy mm-hmm. because I'm trying to make them happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's like this weird struggle yeah so i think becoming aware of becoming aware of that next thing i think is like how you see the world so like it's called like a paradigm shift you see everyone sees the world differently right and i think everyone the way everyone sees the world is their truth so whatever you make however you see the world is actually the truth to you Mm -hmm. and that's why when people are so negative or whatever if they're in a state of like depression depression or they're subconsciously creating that truth in in the world Mm -hmm. yeah it's like they don't see another option they don't see another option because that's the way they see it and Mm -hmm. so what a paradigm shift is how do you shift your way of seeing the world and i think that's through educating yourself with like self-development or books right Mm -hmm. because if you are not willing to be coachable or or see something differently without your original way of thinking then you can't learn something new Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah it's like that you're just thinking with the same thoughts you're not willing to like cause a change in your life to to think differently and i feel like that's that's the case for a lot of people like they they want change but they don't want to change like they they like the idea of change but not not what it takes to actually change they want to change but they're not willing to change the way their their way of thinking Mm -hmm. because they think that their way of thinking is the only way of thinking yeah right yeah i think that's another thing is like when you think you know it all What's that quote? It's like, if you think you know everything, then you don't know anything. Something like that. Something like that, right? (laughs) But when you stop learning and like think you know it all, um, but you don't have the results, that's where you're stopped in life. Because if you think you know everything and there's nothing else to learn, you've limited yourself of uh, evolving and and changing. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, like how can you change if you think you know everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you need to keep doing is like keep learning something new about yourself or in, in school or reading books or whatever, right? I don't know how, there's so many ways to educate yourself mm-hmm. to self-develop yourself, mm-hmm. right? Something I, I want to talk about too is like what are you focusing on most of the time? Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is like, so I started meditating and I've realized 
there's a default way of you automatically thinking. And you are always thinking about the past. You are either being present or you're thinking about the future. Mm -hmm. And so when I feel like people are talking about the past and thinking in the past, they're they're not as happy because they're living in that past and they're just, they want that again. You know what I mean, Dave? Yeah. They're like <clears throat> comparing the past as like, that was the good times. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why can't you have that now? Exactly. Right. Like, what's the difference of like the past and, and the present. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you're constantly living in the past, then that obviously means that you're not happy uh, in the present, which is what, what you'll create in the future as well. Like what you do, if you have your past thoughts, that's what you're going to create in the present. And then that's what you're going to just keep on creating in your future. Cause you have that past, your past, you're using the past to create the present, which creates the future. Yeah. So you have to shift your mindset of like what you want to create in the future. And then that's what you need to do in the present to create that future. Yeah, essentially, like what you who who do you need to become, and what do you need to do, of like the future person that you want to be, and then live into that future. I think from a lot of books and self development courses that we've taken, a lot of it says the same thing, and that is to be present uh, right now, because all you have is right now, and that's why I love the podcast because it, it forces the the people on the podcast to actually be fully present and be in conversation versus like your mind could be somewhere else. And like, which is usually the case where you're there, but your brain is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Especially with like the, the age of technology and phones. Oh yeah. It's like you could be in like 10 different places, having 10 different conversations while being physically somewhere else. So it's like, it's really hard for our generation, I find, to really focus because there's so much information and technology that's out there that keeps us connected with, you know, friends and family all over the world. So it's like you're obviously you're always on and, and connected in some way, but it's like sometimes the moment is is right then and there, physically in front of you, um, which when you, you have all these distractions, you'll miss it. So I think that's something that was really present with me when I was gone was that when I didn't have service, like you just kind of take in everything for what it is at that moment, at that present time and and nothing else really matters. And that's very hard to do, to be present all the time. But I think that's when you're in the most state of joy when you're actually in the moment Mm -hmm. because you are actually this moment right now that even me and Dave are having Mm -hmm. is the only moment in time that will ever exist. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And when you're actually present and your brain isn't like, Oh, we got all these deals happening and like, what's the next? Mm -hmm. You're actually like not even in the present and you're still in that future thinking. And one thing I want to talk about is, I think if you could be happy right now and not be, you're choosing to be happy right now versus like when you get that goal or when you get that like award or whatever, at the end of the day, whenever you 
like haven't you ever like been like oh i can't wait till this is done and that day and then it's you get that award or you get that like that deal closed and then it's just like okay on to the next right mm. i think it's all about the journey and it's actually you're not getting anywhere and i think that's where people are thinking like i'll be happy when i get that next paycheck mm-hmm. i'll be happy uh if i get a dog mm-hmm. you know like we just got a dog <laughs> but like you know i'll be happy when this happens mm-hmm. they set expectations of happiness especially with things or superficial things yeah and like when they get it it's like very underwhelming yeah like i think the process is actually like the journey is what happiness is and and being present and like the simple things in life too right because it's like a lot of rich people even said themselves like i think jim carrey said that like he wished people could experience wealth at least once in their lifetime to understand that it's not everything mm-hmm. and that and then once you have it like you're like okay okay well i have it now and it's not making me any happier so like i could just be happy with the things that i have or like the life that i have or whatever mm-hmm. yeah he said something like that i think he's like on a spiritual trip right now <laughs> yeah yeah because he he got everything he wanted right mm-hmm I remember when I, I I set a goal in like my first year in real estate. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna hit this target. And I, I'm gonna hit this target. I'm, I want this award. Mm-hmm. And I remember that whole year was like so crazy and and chaotic. And then they're like, Oh yeah, you get this award. I was like, Yes, I finally got it. And then when I got it, I like after I got it, I sat down and I went in my car and I was like, That that's it, <laughs> right? I was like, All that hard work, and I'm like that's when i realized man i was like no one cares except yourself and that feeling literally goes away i feel like within a day right like you hit your target and then it's always like what's next so what i'm trying to say is you just got to be happy and grateful for what you have right now or you'll never be happy and grateful for what you have right now Mm -hmm. true happiness and obviously you're still working on it day to day right Mm -hmm. Um, with yourself but yeah, I think the journey is where it's at and there is no real destination. There's obviously goals in life. It's not the end all be all of like I will be happy until when? this happens. It's mm-hmm. like no, I'm happy now and I'm grateful now because right now is the only time to really be happy mm-hmm. or whatever blessed or whatever, right? All right, so I think this is something I want to talk about too is just mastering your emotions. I feel like Dave's very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> so I really want to talk to Dave about mastering your emotions because Dave's a very... I feel like I'm the emotional one, <laughs> like very up and down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave's very calm and collective. Is that the right word? Just very, like, it's very hard to push your buttons. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> explain that, Dave. Like, what, you're very content and you're, like, very um, rational. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very rare to see you up, very upset. I think I've seen you upset maybe 
twice, maybe three times since we've partnered up. Uh-huh. We've gotten at it at each other a few times, but I'm the one that's like, <laughs> the, the, the more emotional like swings versus mm-hmm. you're like, it's hard to get like a reaction out of you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it comes down to patience, just like being patient with people and, and kind of being compassionate as well too. Like just seeing their side of things, um, like kind of understanding where they're coming from. Because once you put yourself in someone else's shoes, you can kind of have an understanding. And I think that just comes with like knowing yourself and, and, and understanding what angers you and what makes you happy. And then also understanding how someone else might feel because I mean, people are going through their own things and like, you know, their life could be difficult and they, they might not even be showing that to you because everybody wants to seem a certain way on the outside to people or, or like society. So like, you don't really know that someone is suffering, um, just by looking at them because they don't want you to see their suffering. So like, if you, if you understand that and also you're compassionate about um, like how someone else may be feeling, then like it's not, it's your choice to react or not. And I find that once you, um, once you see things in that perspective, then it's like hard to react to things just because I feel like you don't know what's really going on with people unless you ask the right questions. And, and I find that when, when you do, um, kind of go deeper into something and, and see how someone actually is doing. Like not a lot of people are doing that and, and asking them how they're doing and stuff like that. So I feel like it's just patience and compassion. And I feel like, yeah, I, I guess I have high patience, which is dealing with like my parents. <laughs> like I feel like they, they don't understand a lot. Just like, you know, older Asian parents, like they just think that, they know everything, but then they don't. So it's like, you have to be really patient with them, I find. So it's like, yeah, patience. Yeah, you're very patient with everything. <laughs> like, I'm not, and you're just so, like, patient. I'm like, go, 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 right? And you're just like, so, la- so laid back, right? And I feel that... That's maybe why we, we work good together, right? Uh-huh. You could hold your emotions pretty good, yeah. right? And I think that's that's something that you need to learn to be happy is your awareness of your emotions mm-hmm. and what triggers you and what doesn't. And learning about your emotions and like they're not real and it will always pass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned from my own experiences like when you're so emotional in like when something triggers you or just pushes you the wrong way, you feel like that emotion is so real. Mm-hmm. And what helps me is like, you know that emotions just kind of go through you. They're never permanent emotions, right? Mm-hmm. When you realize that, you don't, you're you not so attached to that emotion that's so negative. Because mm-hmm. like for me, when I am, I'm like, okay, well, 
this emotion is here, great. It's gonna pass, it's not real. I'm not gonna let it take over me and go down that rabbit hole of negativity, mm-hmm. right? And I think when you become more aware that of your brain and how your thoughts work and you, you learn more about yourself and why you think this way and you actually, um, what's that right word? You actually learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's where you are able to be less, it's not less emotional, but less reactive to emotional people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's just like understanding oneself and just like understanding others as well. When when you're compassionate and you're understanding, it's easier to, to relate. Like the other person feels uh, connected. So mm-hmm. they, their walls start coming down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope that helps someone when they are in a state of like, I don't know. Emotion. Emotion or like insecurity or sadness. Just to be aware of that and that know that it, it will pass mm-hmm. and try to just let it go, right? I think a lot of people hold on to a lot of mm-hmm. negativity. Yeah, holding on to the past. They're, they're holding on to the past and things that they might not even be true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because, like, they're, they only have a perspective from one side. Yeah. And, like, it's usually their side. And and their side is, like, the victim side of things. Yeah. So they're, they're not taking responsibility. And, like, they're so caught up in their own feelings and emotions about things that they don't even want to hear the other side of the other person. Mm-hmm. But then, like, there's always, three like, three perspectives right there's like your side their side and then the truth mm-hmm. right so like if you know both sides of things then you can kind of understand the spectrum of things like you may feel like this that person may feel like that but at the end of the day this is what happened in the middle and and the only thing that like caused something maybe is like the feelings of of each individual person yeah, because each individual person puts a meaning behind everything, mm-hmm. right? You you put meanings behind pretty much everything you do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't realize that you do do that and the other person does that, you can't come to an agreement of like, okay, you did this and I did this and the truth is this is actually what just happened. Mm-hmm. There's no feelings like hey you did this and made me feel this way you did this and you made me feel this way well it's like well the truth is this happened and that's what's so and then the two people that could be in disagreement are what they've created about what they've made meaning about that situation could be totally different Mm -hmm. right and i think when you could realize that and like what is so is what the truth is like no this is all that happened and what you make it mean is is on you and that's taking responsibility of how you want to make it mean and how you interpret it uh to interpret things Mm -hmm. right i don't know where that was going but (laughs) but um yeah mastering your emotions i think is is and there's a lot of books about it there's even if you just sit there and watch your thoughts another thing is just watch your thoughts and see what your subconscious mind automatically thinks. Mm-hmm. Is it going 
negative or is it going positive or what what is your self-conscious mind always automatically thinking mm-hmm. because if you don't control your brain or guide it your brain you're essentially running on autopilot and you actually think you are your mind mm-hmm. you know and i don't think if you actually if you could actually watch yourself think that right there is telling you that you aren't your mind because mm-hmm. like you could actually watch yourself think so yeah i've gotten down this whole rabbit hole of like watching the thinker and like you aren't the, the thinker there's something way deeper below mm-hmm. like the conscious the conscious yeah so anyways that's a whole nother <laughs> <topic. laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother episode yeah. uh, back to happiness um <laughs> i think another way to be happy is to stop judging people mm-hmm. i feel you know, judging people is, you don't know their story. You don't know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And you can't judge anyone because you got to look at your own life too, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we are, we, we are all going through something at one point in our lives. And so to judge someone without even really talking to them or knowing them, I think will limit you to like, that's, once again, like that's something within you that creating that judgment. What's that? What's that saying? It's like drinking poison and like expecting the other person to be. Yeah. What's that? What's that? It's like holding on to anger is like drinking poison and the other uh, and expecting the other person to die. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of like the judging too. It's like or holding on to those emotions like your anger so you're not happy so you're judging someone else yeah you're not focused on yourself right but then the other person may not even know (laughs) well exactly (laughs) and that's that's something i feel like we've created a culture and expectation where if you have something to say to someone you need to say it to that person yeah just to get complete about it Mm -hmm. because your story might not even be true Uh and for you to to assume the other person knows how you're feeling mm-hmm. and that like you resent them or you, you're angry towards them is so bad for you yeah like even not even forgiving them right mm-hmm. like to forgive someone is for yourself also not yeah. just for the other person yeah exactly it's it's better for you to just forgive and forget mm-hmm. and you can move on yeah. you don't know the other person's story and i feel like everyone Everyone you talk to, if you give them the benefit of the doubt and you don't judge them, everyone is caring and supportive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could just understand them and connect with them versus like just judging them up front and, and uh, not giving them the time of day, right? Because you already have a story about them. Yeah. And you created your own perception of who they are just based on your own thoughts and creations. But it's like... You don't know someone's story until you actually know it. Exactly. One thing I want to talk about too is um, your your blind spots. Um, so a lot of a lot of uh, courses and books talk about like blind spots, and what these blind spots are is a lot of you, pretty much everyone makes decisions at such a young age that like something happened when they were young. And it traumatized them 
and they at that point they make a decision about life or or something that carries on with them for the rest of their li- like their lives right and they don't even know that and i would i would challenge you guys to look at some things that have made an impact in your life when you were such a young kid um you know for me it was my first heartbreak you know and that that was like in grade six and i discovered this a couple years ago where that incident where basically she trommed me out i made a decision about relationships that i was never i wasn't good enough and um and women was women aren't trustworthy you know when i realized that it set me free because i didn't realize i was so insecure you know Mm -hmm. with women our relationships that i had so i think trying to really understand why you are also will set you free and i think that's another step of being happy is like really doing your research on yourself Mm -hmm. yeah anything you want to say about that dave or (laughs) blind spots yeah Mm. blind spots are essentially it's like a strength that you created from a time of pain and from that strength it it makes you who you are um and, and that's how you've you've kind of excelled in life because it's like a a fight or flight moment. But in that other spectrum of that strength is a weakness. And that's what your blind spot is. And I think for me at a young age, um, like I was, you know, the only boy in, in a family of like two older sisters. So I was, um, I was definitely like, I, I always wanted to hang out with them, but the thing is that I, I never got to because my sister, like there's such a big age difference between my, me and my sister. So like, um, I was always by myself essentially. So yeah, because you're 33 and they're 40. Yeah. Like my oldest sister's like 40 and, and then Jen's like, uh, 35. Yeah. So like there was not a huge gap between me and my middle sister, but there is with my older sister. So, um, it was always just like, me by myself so uh in that i learned how to make friends very easily Mm -hmm. uh just because in order to survive as an independent person or like a single person like you need to be able to adapt but i find that if i like if i don't if i don't care uh if i like it's a safe like i don't care about the relationship of a, a friend or even uh like a female counterpart like i feel like i could just move on very fast yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like okay well i can just move on now so it's like i think it's good and bad but mm-hmm. just depends on where you you find yourself in that spectrum yeah and i think when you become aware of that it kind of you're able to make a, ch- a better decision if something happens in the future or right now you're able to be like, oh, okay, this is why I'm reacting to that. And this is how I choose to versus just like completely reacting 
to that. You know what I mean? It's it's the awareness I think sets you free, and mm-hmm. I think that's where the new um, the new stage right now in life is like becoming aware of your of what it's what it's like to be a human mm-hmm. and aware of your thoughts. And I think the more aware you are, um, the more happier you you, you will be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. More awareness, less judgment, more patience. Yeah. And, uh, I think like another one is not comparing your life with other people. Yeah, you can. Everyone has their own journey, right? Yeah. Like everyone has their own story. Like everyone has their own thing. So it's like, if you don't understand and you're, you're just comparing your life against theirs, like, I don't think you'll ever be happy. Well, there's always someone that even if you compare and you try to do get to their level, there's always another level. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the whole point of like, you got to just be happy right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Gratitude. I think that, um, especially social media, like I feel bad for the younger generation because like they're constantly using social media as a, as a form of like like relevance or, or happiness. Like Mm -hmm. you are your likes, you know? Oh yeah. Trust me. I know. So it's like, it's interesting just to see that and, and see how like people are so engraved in social media and, and like, they want to be living their best life, but then in real life, they're not really happy. Exactly. It's like, are they really authentically happy Mm -hmm. or because you only get to see the highlight reel, Mm -hmm. right? So what happens behind the scenes, right? Is truth. Mm -hmm. I hope this helps someone, you know, become more aware and, uh, you know, at least have a happier day or happier week. And I think let's just leave it off of like both saying one thing that we just want to leave um, about happiness. And you want to start or you want me to say? You go first. Okay. (laughs) Uh, If there's one thing I could say about happiness is, is you have a choice. At the end of the day, you have a choice to be responsible or be a victim with your life. And there's so, there's so much tools out there that you really, I feel like you don't really have an excuse if you really, really want to be happy to go find happiness. My goal when I was very young was like, I just want to be happy and like do what I want to do. What I realized is the journey, there is no destination. This is life right now. And this, you need to be present and enjoy the moments because you, those moments you will never get again, mm-hmm. ever. Time keeps moving. And when you're in the moment, be as present as you can be there. And when you realize that, you become more grateful with life and just you're more content and you're more at peace versus like what's the next thing that I need to do to make myself happy Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's what I that's all I needed to say so just enjoy the moment right now 
and don't be scared to do things because when you stop yourself from doing things because you're scared, you're actually failing anyway. So you might as well fail forward, you know, fail, fail towards the, your goals and everything versus just like not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. And like, there is no failure. There's no such thing as failure. Just lessons. Just lessons. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. For me, what I found that made me happy was focusing on myself. Because once you understand yourself and, and really like are content with yourself, then everything else is just a supplement. Mm -hmm. Like you're not relying on your friends or family or like, uh, like a significant other for your happiness. You're just happy. And then everything else just kind of falls into place. And like it, it's, you're not relying on anybody else for that happiness. You just are happy yourself. Mm -hmm. And like a part of that came from like, you know, reading, focusing on the things that I enjoy, like hobbies, all these other stuff. Um, what really resonated with me when I was reading, I was reading a book on um, John Lennon and it was like a, a biography of his life. And uh, he had this really good quote in it, which said, when I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up and I wrote down happy. They told me that I didn't understand the assignment and I told them they don't understand my life. When I read that, I don't know how many years ago, I was like, that's so true. You just need to be happy. And not, like your happiness is gonna be different from someone else's, obviously, because everybody's happiness and, and success is, is based on an individual base. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, just be happy in life. That's all that matters. Good way to end it with a nice quote, Dave. And it's true that if you are happy and you're in a state of happiness and joy and like love and, and all that, more of that will come based off the law of attraction, right? You will attract more people around you if you are in that state of happiness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people need to figure out right now is your goal should be like how to be happier, not these materialistic things or it's just how do you become more happier? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we'll wrap that up and we'll leave that at that, Dave. Um, I feel like this was a very... <laughs> <laughs> inspiring very common collective inspiring conversation me and you <laughs> had so i hope you guys enjoyed it and yeah we'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs>